Now on the Climate Monitor podcast, to cool the world and also boost plant growth, geoengineered crops might do the trick, but if they work by dimming the sunlight, plants will suffer. This report is by Tim Radford of the Climate News Network from London, August 13, 2018. He reports, Proposals to tackle climate change that rely on geo-engineered crops show neatly the double bind that can await remedies which try to do too much. U.S. researchers have cast yet another shadow over the hopes of those who think that global technology could damp down global warming. A worldwide man-made sunscreen might limit distress to crops from heat extremes, but on the other hand, the drop in solar radiation would be just as damaging. The message? There is still no easy technological answer to the challenge of global warming and climate change. Scientists report in the journal Nature that they have studied two well-documented events in which nature itself conducted a form of geoengineering. One was the eruption of El Chicon in Mexico, that was in 1982, and the other was the explosion of Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines in 1991. Pinatubo ejected a spectacular 20 million tons of sulfate aerosols into the upper atmosphere to reduce sunlight by 2.5% and to lower global average temperatures by about 0.5 Celsius. Such eruptions seemed to suggest a possible method for managing global warming. The deliberate release of aerosols into the stratosphere could, some scientists argued, counter the threat of global warming from ever greater emissions of greenhouse gases as a consequence of the ever more extensive combustion of fossil fuels. And global warming certainly presents a global danger to food supplies. Researchers have repeatedly shown that As temperatures soar, crop yields suffer. The researchers then asked the question, what happens to crops when sunlight is scattered back into space? They analyzed the levels of aerosols, all the available data for solar irradiation, and the statistics for crop yields for 105 countries from 1979 to 2009, defined as the sunlight bounced back into space in 1982 and again in 1991, Yields from rice, soy, wheat, and maize all suffered. A bit more work with computer simulations showed them that losses from reductions in sunlight would match any benefit crops might gain from a cooler climate. Intentional geoengineering would fail to deliver the hoped-for extra food on the global table. Jonathan Proctor, a doctoral candidate at the University of California at Berkeley, said... Shading the planet keeps things cooler, which helps crops grow better. But plants also need sunlight to grow, so blocking the sunlight can affect growth. For agriculture, the unintended impacts of solar geoengineering are equal in magnitude to the benefits. Mr. Proctor also said it's a bit like performing an experimental surgery. The side effects of treatment appear to be as bad as the illness. Researchers have repeatedly examined geoengineering solutions to the challenge of climate change. Humans have inadvertently warmed the planet, so surely they could intentionally cool it again with some ambitious technology, according to the reasoning.
but almost every examination of potential benefits and handicaps of such an approach have been discouraging. Either the technology won't deliver benefits, or it could prove harmful in unexpected ways. Thanks for joining this installment of the Climate Monitor podcast. Climate Monitor, Earth's Climate Channel, stream broadcasts, as a public service, video and films about climate change and sea level rise issues, research, news and solutions on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV with Alexa, and at climatemonitor.tv. The Climate News Network is a free and objective service publishing a daily news story on climate and energy issues. For insightful climate reporting, visit climatenewsnetwork.net. Please check this space for additional Climate Monitor podcasts.